Welcome to Two Punts One Goal. Hello, Mr. Pardo. How are you doing over there? Uh, I'm fine. Uh, good to be here as ever. How are you, Steve? Are you ready to go? I am ready to go. I'm feeling good. Um, don't know why, but I'm feeling good. It's a lovely winter's day here in Berlin. You feeling good? I'm all right. Yeah, I've not had a mate like you have. I think that's really uh, buzzed you up. It, um, it has a bit. Some... It has. And I've also got some yogurt with honey here, listener, right next to me. But I'm not going to slop away at that while I'm on the microphone. So I think we're ready to get started. Do you want to come close to the microphone and tell the listener what we've got in store for them today? Uh, well, it's the week 11 that that was. Uh, we've got the lightning pod. So we're going to go through all the games. A uh, bit of review of the weekend as well. Um, anything that's on the agenda for the week for the Punt Brothers but let's get going. Intro music, please. Okay, we are ready to go. The intro music is done. You alluded to the fact we were going to talk about our weekend. So as soon as it's a Tuesday. Oh, come on. You've got to tell the listener who's been following your electric vehicle journey what what happened. They're probably waiting on the edge of their seats. Like, what happened with this car? Go on. Well, talk us through. Well, it wasn't really a weekend thing because I had that issue on, on Friday um, that it didn't, it didn't, well, I thought it was the wrong car. And I'd been waiting till yesterday to get the, the kind of lowdown around what they're going to do, or they're going to exchange and all this kind of stuff. But I had to kind of chase on it as well. So I sent an email on Saturday. I had to send an email, like a, a really snotty email uh, yesterday morning. But then I got the response back and it's like, well, we've checked and it, it actually is the right car. They discontinued the panoramic roof on the, the latest model. But that was why you chose so, the car, the panoramic roof. It was part of the reason. And also it's 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 meant to be like a trophy version, but it says LUX. It's looks rather than trophy. So I, I don't know what is what looks is better what. than trophy. I don't know. I think it's the equivalent, but in Europe rather than the UK. So I think whatever, something's a bit fishy about this model. I'm not entirely bought in it. And also it's a long range rather than a standard range. And but that's, that sounds good, doesn't long it? Long range. Does it well so... I've got no no. I should have a long range, but oh. I'm wary that this is a standard range that they're trying to fob off on me. They are definitely hey, trying to fob something off on they're, you. They're definitely, they're definitely trying to fob it off. I think um, I said this in the last pod, didn't I? I said you'll get lumbered with this car. <laughs> I know, I know you. You will get lumbered <laughs> with this car, and then they're like, "Yeah, Mister Mister Pardo. Yeah, of course it's long range. Of course it's long range. No, we don't I, do the panoramic roof I, anymore. I, of course they do." The panor- I've, I've double checked. The panoramic roof isn't there anymore, but it's a bit, oh, I don't know, it's so dodgy. And it's like, oh, yeah, because of economic time to kind of guard against inflation and you know, the increased cost of the car. But I don't buy it. It's Why are you it's paying really... the price for that? You you chose know. the car out of a brochure, I guess, and you you picked the, the what uh, the well, an offer. Well, and this is the thing. So, in this, well, in, in the actual brochure, it, itself it doesn't really so it's very kind of high level detail so you have to really go on the m uh the m i got an mg and i had to go on the website to kind of find the detail and it's like hold on where's this panoramic roof gone and suddenly you kind of realize that you kind of see it through lots of different sources and it's like and if you do search for this car on uh, google it's like the second view is like 
the car, but it's it's an actual reused new car. So it's from 2022 rather than 2023. And that had the panoramic view, and it's literally the second search of the car, oh, and the first one to come with the video. So very did... disappointing. And then these little annoyances. It's like suddenly, a, you know, you check the door, and it's like, hold on, those there's marks on that door, and they don't wipe off. Oh, and so gosh. There's, there's already scratches on it. So it, it just, I don't know. But it is a fun car to drive. I did the school run this morning on it, and like, uh, it does zip along quite nicely i can imagine the electric cars the electric cars feel a bit like i've I've only driven one when i rented one a while back but they do feel a bit like go-karts right they're quite zippy which is quite nice they're zippy and it's got yeah it's a bit smaller than my current car so it's it's got a nice kind of uh you know center of gravity go around corners like say it is like almost playing a computer game while you're driving you know it's not doesn't feel like normal driving well i used to love mario kart so i think i would enjoy that Uh, i think i rented when i came to the uk to visit maybe a couple (laughs) of years ago i had um, a renault zoe for a a little bit the the tiny electric cars you know Mm. Uh, it was a lot of fun but (laughs) what what was not fun was because back then there wasn't many charging stations um I had to sit in the McDonald's car park for like two hours a day to to charge to charge up because obviously while I was traveling there and I don't come back that often, I had to go around and visit loads of people. So I was doing a lot of mileage. So every day I had to go and charge charge this up, and the only place was McDonald's to charge. Well, so I've I've avoided charging this thing. I did charge it last night, and um, it's like. Yeah, you can set a timer on it to when you charge it, so you're only using a certain kind of efficient times for like bills and stuff. But then the time's wrong on the car, so it kind of it stopped. So it's like four hours ahead. So oh, I set it to start at ten and finish in the mid more early morning, and then it's only fifty percent after being left on charge all night because it's like the time's wrong and it's not obvious how to change the time. Oh, gosh, my not because my I'm used to my car just being right. It just checks through the radio or whatever for the, the latest time and I don't have to do anything. But yeah, I don't know. There's and what with the things. electricity bills, I guess, being expensive, um, it's not the, you know, you don't want to have something sucking away at your old uh, well, electricity. And as part of it, I should be getting like a fast charger unit set up and it should be in sync with the car arriving, but um, there's no ETA on that at the moment. So, do they do give you one, in. or do you have to buy that separately from like Halfords? It, like you used to have it, to fit in, you know, your old CD player. You used to have to go to Halfords, get them to fit one of those CD it's players. It's all part of the package. It's all part of the package. So it should come. It's all included. But there's little annoying things that oh, if you're you know where you kind of get your meter, if it's not near your drive, if it's if it's beyond ten meters, you have to pay extra. And lo and behold, my uh, meter is on the other side of the house to the drive. <laughs> so I already I have to pay a premium because I've got to. That's know, brilliant. Cabling. So and every that's... little moment, they kind of really. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's fantastic because your house is a new build as well, right? So you would think that they would have thought, okay, let's put the. Because electric vehicles existed when your house was uh, was built. So they probably thought. They should have thought, oh, well, let's put it in the driveway, this meter, because one day they'll want electric cars. No, no, we'll put it around the other side of the house, in the back garden, it, where no one can get to it. Uh, well, this is it. Lo and behold, six months after my house being built, it was legislated to have charging units on the driveways. That's brilliant. I just mi- yeah, but because it's, <laughs> it's pretty just legislation, they just like completely mugged me off and put it on the other side. 
Well, so, as much as I yeah. do enjoy hearing your woes, let's think of the positive. Uh, you have a nice new electric vehicle that you're enjoying to drive. You are helping to save the planet. Well, once you get rid of your your dirty allegedly diesel, your dirty diesel. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, what's on. happening with don't, that, by the way? Don't knock the diesel until that car's gone. It, you've got to emphasize the fuel efficiency of the diesel. Oh yeah, yeah if the, there's any listener out there that wants a, a dirty diesel, <laughs> you can find Pardo on Twitter or X, and um, he can hook you up. Drop me a DM. Price. Yeah, there's a there's a good car guy. Um, only eighteen thousand miles in five years. <laughs> oh, listener, go back and listen to that podcast when we discussed his old car. Brilliant. <laughs> The disappointment on that that story was was so good as well when the garage refused to take it back. So, all all fun and games. We're gonna let you into a little secret here behind the scenes, listener. Um, I, we were just in the middle of our flow chatting about our weekends, and then silly me goes and spills my uh, tea all over my desk, all over my notes, all over my laptop and the plugs, and and it all it was a lot. And it all went down onto the, you know, the plug system under the desk, the the connecting things, and uh, and it shorted out all the electrics in the house. <laughs> so my wife, my wife's in the other room, uh, on on a call as well, and she's like, "What happened to the internet?" And she heard the fuse box like switch off or something. But at least we know it's very safe in this house. The electrics are very safe. That's, yeah, that's true, and I, I thought it was just your internet playing up, but that's that's a much better story. That's so <laughs> it just I, it just went, I went. Oh no! And then, like, knocked it everywhere, and then all of a sudden, everything just went black. Everything turned off, and uh, and I was like, and then I was left with tea everywhere, and and plugs that I didn't know if I could touch oh, uh, with wet plugs. Job. Everything. Oh, so. It's a good job that that it's not a nighttime pod, and like yes. the whole apartment went dark. And yeah, because I would have had so. two kids going, "What's happening? Uh, Why is my tablet? Why is the internet not working?" Anyway, uh, but we're back. And uh, I have dried everything up. Um, I do have a bit of a wet uh, page of notes. That's the only thing, <laughs> listener. I knew but you I... should have laminated that uh, those notes <laughs> <laughs> like a proper play sheet. Have it laminated. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, but so we'll we'll get back on track. Uh, it's all all good, all cleaned up now. Uh, we just had a, a bit of a fifteen minute delay while I sorted everything out and reset everything and got a new uh, cable box. You know the extending cable thing did, yeah did you get a new drink or have you kind of like just left that alone for now uh no i did top it up yeah <laughs> can't do a whole pod without a cup of tea so i went and topped that up uh yeah so that's what we've been doing in the background list i wanted to let you in to this we'll just behind the curtain yeah. we'll start to start a new a new uh session and there we go so I think you were about to ask what my weekend was like, Pardo. Well, yeah, I mean, you've just said my question. But yes, how, how was your weekend? Uh, well, yeah, not forced or anything, but uh, <laughs> the, actually very, very, very quiet weekend, um, to be honest, because I obviously arrived back from Portugal uh, on Friday, then just with the family. But one exciting thing. Someone uh, who is a Berlin basketball fan, one of my friends, couldn't make it to their the game, and he's a season ticket holder. So mm. I got tickets to go watch Berlin Alba, who pretty good basketball team. They usually win the Dutch Championship. They've won it last two seasons in a row, and they play in the Europa League 
thing. So a pretty good standard in the Mercedes-Benz Arena, which is a nice stadium Ooh. to go to or in, in Berlin. It's not too far from where I live. And uh, yeah, and they were front row seats, like row one. It was brilliant. Wow. So courtside. 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 Yeah, courtside. Yeah. Row one. Uh, it was really good. So I took my oldest daughter. He gave us two tickets. And then uh, so we really enjoyed that. My wife took my other daughter to the cinema to watch Trolls. Which uh, oh, don't I don't know if you've you got the. <laughs> <laughs> I got the. Enough got the said the better. Story. I mean, I think you got the the right end of the, yes. the bargain there. Yeah. And, uh, your oldest daughter plays as well, doesn't she? She, she does play, play basketball. basketball. She loves it. Yeah. So she enjoyed it a lot. She's um, yeah. So she enjoys this, and they they play against this this kid. This sorry, this team's youth team. They play in their league regularly. So okay. Yeah, she she dislikes uh, Berlin Alba on a normal basis, but that's her team sure. in terms of uh, professional uh, professional team. So uh, yeah, but it was a good a good experience. The basketball was good. They actually got beaten quite badly by like thirty points. Um, and this team, the Alba, is sitting third in the league. If anyone cares about Berlin or German basketball, <laughs> Alba is sitting third in the league, and this other team are about I don't know, like sixteen, seventeen, so towards the bottom, like third from bottom. And then they got strange. Beat. Um, yeah, they, they had quite a lot of good players. They had a guy wearing the other team. I'm talking about lots of American players. It seemed because all the names. Do you think they got a few American. ringers? Or is the NBA playing at the moment? Maybe they just get a few oh, ringers yeah. in. Maybe. Uh, well, they all always they're all ex. Many of them. The, the Alba team actually have a lot of the the Berlin national team, so they they have a lot of uh, German players. But the um, this team had a lot of American former probably NBA. You didn't quite make it in the NBA. Well, there's a good conveyor up. belt of talent, isn't there, coming from the states? You know, with the college basketball and stuff. They can't make the NBA. They've got to go somewhere, yeah. haven't they? Yeah, yeah. my favorite player. Yeah. My favorite player had gold shoes. You know, like like michael johnson in the olympics back in the 90s you know so and i was just like i was just saying to my daughter all the time like gold shoes is amazing gold shoes is amazing and he, he has to be good to be wear to wear gold shoes he was playing he was yeah. playing really well i remember once when you know when we used to play football when we were kids uh, i had a pair of red boots once you remember those red puma boots and red boots weren't so common back then and then some some guy some big guy on the other team came to me and said you better be mustard wearing boots like that. <laughs> that stuck with that always stuck in my head. Like mustard. I've never heard anyone say you better be mustard. Like, oh, it's brilliant. That, that can highly motivate you as a player or actually make you the worst player on yes, the pitch. The pressure on, could get after to you. State, yeah. Pressure mm. used to get you to do... me a lot, but I actually <laughs> played very well in that game. Uh so because I that was I was probably in my peak form back then it was before i'd started smoking so um 96 I quit, I quit now, era. yeah so it You're was just, 96 era it was just after being a kid and before i started smoking so so probably i was in this 16 to 18 period where i was very i was quite i was quite fit uh probably at the peak of my abilities and uh, i was playing 16 to 18 uh, was not the peak was it that was probably like 14 no. was your Oh yeah, before you probably. start smoking, probably <laughs> fourteen was my peak. Yeah, maybe twelve. <laughs> uh, no, but back then when I was in school, I used to play left back, right? Because uh, I was mm. good at left back, but because uh, I was the only left-footed person in the team, they put me left back or left wing, <laughs> and that was it, right? It was just like, like you're over there, get on the left. Um, 
And but I, actually, when I got a bit older, I started playing in center mid for the Sunday League teams, and I I enjoyed that a lot more. And I could like mm. kind of run the game a bit up. Gilberto and, and I mm. had stamina back then. That soon went away, and then I couldn't move on the football pitch, which was not was not good. Uh, so anyway, enough about me and my my football career. Uh, any listener, if you're still with us, Pardo is actually he still plays football and he's still pretty good. Um, because he stayed fit. That was his technique. So, yeah, stamina. Stamina is the key. I never took yeah. up smoking. I think that's the thing. Um, yeah. but the, and he runs still. He runs for fun and he plays football. Oh. But we, we actually have a lot of NFL games to, to get through. Should we Should we jump into the NFL? Oh, yeah. But um, I suppose before we... I, I suppose it kind of slaloms into NFL. But I did start start reading Tom Brady, uh, Tom Brady's book, uh, the TB12 method. I got oh. a free sample of that. It's yeah, he doesn't cool, eat tomatoes, you know, but... does he? That's the thing. No, no acidic stuff. No wine. No it, tomato. It bangs on about pliability a lot. Yeah. If you ever, yeah, if you know about the Tom Brady method, it's all What's about pliability? pliability. It's all about stretching your muscles oh, stretching, and kind yeah. of extending. Yeah. It essentially it's stretching, but he just refers to it as pliability as if he invented <laughs> stretching, basically. <laughs> um, but it's it's quite interesting. But I think like the nutritional stuff, I've and I've not it's. it's it's over ten pounds the book, so I've only just got the sample on Kindle, but I, I breeze through it. It's quite good. <laughs> you don't uh, want to spend um, over ten pounds. This book could change your life, and you don't want to spend over ten pounds on it. You just read the sample. Just read the sample ten uh, times. You get the you get the impression. Stretch well, a lot. No tomatoes. No, no. Well, I, <laughs> I did um, message into, and to be fair, a lot of it's online, isn't it? Um, so I've I've got a lot there of also kind documentaries of about it as well. I think you can watch. Mm, yeah. Um, but also I've got a massive backlog of books to get through, but I did see this. I thought, oh, if I kind of breeze through this while I was on the train on, I think it was on Friday and I, I did. So I put it on the, the Amazon wish list. If anyone wants to get it for Christmas, um, I'm up for it. I can get you that if you want. Uh, I'm a a book arrived for me yesterday and I was like, I forgot I'd ordered it because it was like four weeks ago and it just took forever to arrive. And then I picked it up and it was. Yeah, it got dropped off at a depot, like or one of the shops, you know, that collects the parcels rather than they didn't drop mm. it off in my house, probably because the book weighed too much. I picked it up and it was like huge book. I was like, how am I going to read this? It was like, <laughs> like 2,000 pages or something. And then I opened it and the words are so small. <laughs> I've never read a book this big. Uh, it was like a huge textbook from school. Anyway, because I've got into the, the fall of the uh, Aztec Empire. So it's the history <laughs> It's the history of the the Spanish colonial colonial oh my gosh colonialization of the um, Aztec Empire and the fall of the Aztecs basically, which is quite and, interesting. Uh, yeah, and that, that that is quite interesting. And I suppose the only the other NFL thing that I'm kind of I started that um, Mark Levy audio book. I must have started about three or four weeks ago. Uh, where else would we want to be? Who's and Mark Levy? Free. You're going to have to explain to the listeners. He's he's the old coach for uh, the Bills. Yeah, you know, when they oh, kind of uh, who did all the win... yeah. four times, four times in the Super Bowl. He did all four. Yeah, he did all four. So oh, it's I'd like to hear from history. a winner. <laughs> Sorry. I well, just... he is a winner. No, that was oh, a joke. That was but, a joke. Well, that's, that's a bit harsh. Yeah, especially <laughs> he's quite close to it because his audio book's like 18 hours long. I've only got four hours to go. So it's been a quite a marathon sprint going through all this, but I'm just at the cusp of him getting no, through. I think you can uh, actually learn to... more about life from the failures, to be honest. Uh, so this guy, because he was a winner, he won the he won the divisions, he won the conference championships, but then 
it just couldn't get over that finish line in the uh so yeah it's just getting to the real good bit he's kind of he's i've had to sit through him going through the second world war and all the stuff he's did through there and his early stages of coaching and which is all quite interesting through the college areas and stuff that i've not really kind of touched on before but I mean, I I wanted to mention it. If you have an Audio Ball uh, kind of subscription for anything, it's it's free. Those kind of and books. So. Audio Ball is a a new app, is it? Like, what's that? Audio Ball. <laughs> you can't let anything go. It's like <laughs> just uh, pick out any little um, voice phone. No, part. listener, I should be nicer I because I think because I was uh, I think because I was laughing at Pardo earlier in the pod. I think that's why I spilt my tea. It was the it was the yeah, kind of you the universe in, telling me stop, yeah, you, uh, stop laughing at people. You're a negative karma points. Yes, I am, and I'm sorry. I must apologize. Uh, but actually, I'm. I'm. It sounds interesting. I would like to actually uh, read that one. The the Mark Levy Mark Levy but book I suppose, it is right. I suppose. I suppose. Yeah. Um. It is. But uh, I suppose that's. I suppose that's the yeah where the faux pas come from. Where they got audible from. Yeah, because they just shortened audio ball. They probably wanted that, but they wanted two syllables rather than three. Yeah, probably. Anyway, I'll, yeah. I'll stop digging and we'll get into NFL games because there was a hell. By the of way, a... by the way, audible is three syllables. Just audible. <laughs> <laughs> just sorry, I couldn't, I couldn't resist it. Um, but <laughs> we must move on. You know, one thing we have to stop doing is calling this a lightning pod. You say it at the top of every every show. Oh, it's our Tuesday lightning pod. And then we're slower than ever on this pod. It's so... the longest pod going, but who could have foreseen a spilled drink? And then you know, as soon as we're kind of waiting 10 minutes between spilled drinks and getting back on, you're kind of like, well, let's just take our time. All right. Yeah. So let's but let's, but let's jump into the, some games. It's time. The Friday pod's becoming a, a lightning one anyway. Um, but yeah, it's our pod. We can do what we like. Um, so yeah, let's get in some NFL games. Um we had the big one last night, the Kelsey Bowl, uh, Eagles against the Chiefs. Yep. We both predicted the Eagles to win. We really put our necks on the line. And <laughs> lo and behold, they won. 21-17 to the Eagles against those Kansas City Chiefs, or the City Chiefs, as Pardo always likes to call them. Uh this this is the classic um for me. It was the classic two great teams. So it wouldn't be surprise mm. me if you see them at the end of the season in the Super Bowl. Uh, close game, tough game. Two very good sets of players. Mahomes looking good again. Mahomes had so many pressures by the Eagles defense. He was running for his life. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it was a very close game. And I think the, the kind of the notes I wrote were basically that it was like... It, there was there was one play from the Eagles that I think really started to to put pressure on the the, the City Chiefs, which was yeah. in the fourth quarter, seven minutes to go. Hertz did a fantastic kind of um, a pass to to Devonta Smith to get a, a nice first down, and then he launched another massive ball to Devonta Smith, which he caught on the one yard line, and then they were able to tush push over the line, um, and that put them up. To twenty one. I knew 17. there was a touch touch push yeah. in there somewhere. I exactly. knew it just because of uh you know, there was no kind of score by the City Chiefs in the second half, and there was two running touchdowns by uh Hertz. I knew one of them had to be a touch push. Yeah, and and uh for our new listeners, because uh, Pardo told me that he's uh he's added a few um 
a few of his female friends that he met at the weekend to the pod. So if you're listening out there, the tush push is a move that Eagles do. It's like a rugby scrum to get like over the, like get a first down or get a touchdown. And they, the whole team just pushes like a rugby scrum and they get over. Um, So that, that put the Eagles in the lead. And then Mahomes was trying to kind of reciprocate and get the team back down the field. And he was on a, on, on the kind of third down, he was scrambling for his life and he kind of did a Mahomes-esque, like, you know, a, a, well, he is Mahomes, so it's not Mahomes-esque. He did a, he did a kind of little try to, what well, before Trademark. he got taken down, Trademark. tried to throw yeah. it over someone, just a little flick over to, to his player, but then it got stopped. The Eagles kind of jumped up and knocked out of the air. Um, and then the Eagles D was able to kind of like really keep him at bay. But with one minute to go, uh, Mahomes launched a huge ball down the field Valdez Scantlin was running about to could have grabbed it in the end zone for a, a glorious touchdown to put them ahead and maybe win the game. And it just slipped through his hands. And that was kind of the story of the, the, the chiefs game. Like the, you could see the golf in the wide receivers, right? Like, so yeah. Devonta Smith, like with all these clutch pack catches and then the, the chiefs weren't able to do the same. And um, so I think, yeah. And then, and then the, I think also the the Eagles' defense is just tough as nails, right? Like, so they are able... Yeah, even I the first... That. You put the highlights on, and the very first play, um, like, an Eagles defender just, like, dis- just batters Mahomes with, like, a, a sack. So um, that's, like, the very first play of the game. It kind of sets the tone. Like, it, they're a hard defense mm. to play. So that's why they're able to... And the offensive line and everyone. So they're, they're able to grind out the game. And um, DeAndre Swift, the running back, great acquisition from the lions in the off season because he's always able to just get a good amount of yards and, and carry the ball for them. But as I say, very, very close game. I got one good stat from this game that Jalen hurts. He's now uh, equaled the NFL record, which was held by Cam Newton. Um, it's 10 games with multiple rushing scores that he's, he's got. So, wow. and he's only in his like, what third season, fourth season now. Uh, so, Obviously, that record is going to be uh, destroyed in the in the long run. But yeah, that's probably about wraps it up. Any questions from you? No questions. Very thorough um, review of the game there. Uh, I thought so. Um, yeah, I, I think it just shows the strengths of the Eagles. You know, their their defense is so solid. And from what you're saying, I think the Chiefs' offense wasn't necessarily poor. It was just coming up against a really great defense. Yeah, I think the wide the I don't think they have the best wide receivers. So mm. like Kelsey hasn't been massively on his game this season. Um and they you can see that's maybe the weakness, but Mahomes is is a lot of the time able to kind of make up for that, right? So um, yeah. yeah, but but they'll be there or thereabouts. They they, they looked like it, they are also a very tough team to beat. So they're one of the best Eagles and Chiefs. I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if they're fighting for the to get in the Super Bowl. Well, they will be fighting to get into the Super Bowl yeah. uh, come the end of it all. Can I choose the next game we talk about? Yeah, absolutely. I was going to ask. I think the best game of the weekend was the Lions and Bears. Lions 31, Bears 26. Do you want to tell us a bit about it? I've got some notes, but you can... Lions are your team, so maybe you want to... Yeah, they were it. my team. And, uh, you know, I came into the games as per my usual slot on a Sunday, just before the witching hour comes into play uh, during the red zone. And I checked the scores. I just couldn't believe my eyes because as we kind of reviewed this on our, you know, we did it on Saturday, the last pod, I almost thought it was a banker, the Lions against the Bears. You know, Lions playing at home, 
and I couldn't believe it that the Lions were down. And um, but yeah, it was a twelve point deficit uh, when I came into the game. Um, but then for whatever reason, you know, the, the Lions found that extra kind of strength and kind of because before that, Goff had uh, done three interceptions. Um, but Montgomery did the business and got that one yard touchdown uh, to seal the victory at the end. But it was kind of a, a show of tenacity. And yeah, I suppose that's that's the difference between those good and bad teams. On a bad day, they were able to galvanize and uh you know pull it back to you know what was 31 26. I don't yeah, know what I else think you... it was. Yeah. Um I, I think you summed it up nicely. I don't think we need to add too much. I've got some details of plays, but I think we don't need to really go into that d- detail. But I have a fantastic stat actually for this game. Go on. So dating back to 1932, no team has ever lost when they've had when they've had three turnovers and had for over 40 minutes of possession so the game the game only possession only can be 60 minutes right yeah. so the bears had 40 minutes of possession compared to the lions 20 minutes uh, or just over 40 minutes and they turned over the ball three times and they lost now that's never happened it's happened that stat like that amount of possession and that those amount of turnovers has happened 48 times since 1932, and the team has never lost when they've had that. So the Bears are the first team to ever lose with that much possession and that amount of turnovers. That's crazy. I, I find it absolutely amazing because it seems to be every week there's new stats coming out that are like the first time ever this, first time ever that. And it seems to be not just you know one game a week. It seems to be multiple games a week. There's some kind of stat that comes out like that, which is but, but this, crazy. But this really, game I, was... You're right, but this game was crazy, and a lot of the games have been crazy the last few weeks. That's why I think all these stats are coming out. But um, mm. th- this game was twenty twenty six to fourteen with four minutes to go in the fourth quarter uh, to the Bears, and then the and then the Lions win thirty one to twenty six. I, I mean, it's it's insane, really. Uh, and Matt Eberflus was one of my the the Chicago Bears coach was one of my hot. Uh, sacked coach working candidates hot seat candidates mm-hmm. his his butt is is burning today i mean it's it's coaching error right this sort of stuff uh, many of the many of the things because i mean a special kudos to montgomery as you said but also aiden mm-hmm. hutchison for that last yes. play still driving right to the end i mean he looks like the amazing uh, best good. player in that that draft uh, a couple of years ago when he was picked second should have been picked first um but he forced a safety in the in the last one of the you know the last minute or so and just just terrorize that 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 quarterback and, and offensive line and um to the point where the guy didn't know what to do he just kicked the ball out in the back of his end zone and then and then the lions get an extra two points points to add on to the the end it's just brilliant so uh yeah good well kudos to the lions well done and lions. um it's the best 10 games uh for the lions since jfk was president it's their best oh, start like that. since the and 60s. Also, well, coming being in Berlin, and JFK is very famous in Berlin because he came to Berlin once and he did a speech and he said, Ich bin ein Berliner. And a Berliner in... Uh, a okay, is a donut. As you, as a, <laughs> well, you know. So, yeah. So, that that's touches a special place in my heart. Um, Shall we move on to another game? Go for it. Um, I will, who else I, have we got? Can I can I choose one? 
So yeah, go for it. Uh, I would like to choose the Packers and the Chargers because again, this is another another uh, meltdown by the Chargers and another hot seat coaching candidate whose butt must be burning today. Um, Brandon Staley. I, I mentioned him in my in the sacked coach working pod. Go back and listen to that. Um, but basically, again, the Chargers were like they charged it up like the Packers. Fair play to the Packers. They got the victory 23 20. Uh, Jordan Love played pretty well. He got two touchdowns, no interceptions, 322 yards of passing. Uh, the char- uh, Packers also bad injury to their running back Aaron Jones got carted off looks like a serious knee injury so hope mm. he recovers well but the Chargers I mean Keenan Allen had like two drops in the end zone so like he couldn't catch the ball uh, on on Sunday one hit him in the chest like and just his hands were there and it went through his hands hit him in the chest and bounced back out and he's just like oh it just looks like like well, I mean, he's a fantastic receiver, right? So he, everyone has their off days. We're all human, um, yeah. but they just couldn't. There's something wrong in that team at the moment, and for me, it's the coach. It's been not been working very well for a long time. Then you had um, players at the end saying something has to change, and then Brandon Staley's press conference. You have to go and watch this, listener. Go and watch his press conference. It's like quite embarrassing there is there's no way this can this can work out because it's one of those press conferences that he just said no i believe in my philosophy we're not going to change anything and uh yeah we're doing the right things and you're like mm, you're not doing the right things it's it's a bit of uh you've got great players you've got like all this stuff one of the best quarterbacks you, you know like this is not just a one-off it happens most weeks and even it goes right back to the playoffs last year when uh they got they were up I like see. 28 points up against Jacksonville and then Jacksonville won. It's just and he's supposed to be like this defensive guru of a coach. It's all falling apart. And and when a coach gets so angry on the stage, he walked off at the press conference. It it's never a good sign. When he's feeling the pressure, mm. he's stressed. He doesn't know how to turn it around. It's what happening week on week. Um I think it's a bit harsh though, what week on week for the Chargers. They've not been playing that badly. You yeah. kind of go into this game against the Packers. The Packers have been playing a lot. Obviously, you know, that's why it's a surprise victory for the Packers. The Packers yes. have been performing, you know, consistently badly all season. But the Chargers in recent weeks have been kind of recently have been pushing on. But obviously, you know, it's, the Packers have suddenly sorted themselves out a bit. So it's kind of, yeah. It's, well, it's... I mean, it's been building up for for three years, right? With Brandon Staley See, and the Chargers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's on and off. And also, it's a history of the Chargers. The Chargers are always kind of blowing things and stuff like this. And everyone always thinks mm. they're one of the better teams, but they mess it up. So it, it's for the Chargers' history, it's many, many years. Uh, but also, the frustration's been building for a few years against this coach. I see. Yeah. And... Um, so yeah, they might have had a good game last week. I think they won, um, but it's it's always a bit up and down. They can never get some consistency. They they're never kind of realizing their potential. It's it's ripe with mistakes. So yes, it might be a little bit harsh, but it's clearly time for a change. Um, it just didn't work out. They they brought in this guy who's supposed to be like he was at the the Rams, was supposed to be like this defensive guru. He actually. Honestly, like when he first became the head coach, everyone loved him in the league. Everyone's like, "Oh, this guy's a genius." Um, the yeah. media—he was like a media darling, and now the media is just like so frustrated with him because of these like sort of press conferences. It's, yeah, okay, like um, 
you know you you're lost but like this this kind of way of uh when you kind of get like this you know it's things are not things are not working out right so uh, keep your eyes there because uh, i think they i think they also need a coaching change it's probably not healthy for him as well get a nice payoff have a break uh reevaluate you know learn reflect on your time learn your mistakes then go and kind of build up with a bit better experience you know it's a i i don't like calling for people's jobs but you know at least it's like be a, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but he'll be he'll be okay i mean he's uh he'll get like multi-million payoff so i think he'll be all right yeah don't like calling out but you know you do invent a segment just to call out people for their jobs um but yeah Very true. Um, no I, I get your point and i suppose other games i mean like you say there's there's quite a few kind of Good, interesting results, I'd say. Um, and we've got to talk about the Vikings versus Broncos uh, from Monday night, um, from uh, the Sunday evening game. Go uh, for it. Did you I see don't that? have any notes um, on that one. Uh, well, uh, it I just wrote down the, the score, by the way. I just wrote <laughs> down the score Broncos 21, Vikings 20. Take it away, Pardo. So it, it's good because um, I think the, the Vikings and Broncos have been, you know, uh, the Vikings were, you know, coming on the back of five wins in a row. Uh, the Broncos, I think they've um, won three in a row coming into this game. So they're both informed teams. And with Dobbs, you know, the, the Vikings have kind of sorted out their temporary um, quarterback issue. And he's been doing really well. And he started the game really well. And I think there was a good interesting stat for this one because it's the first time a quarterback in NFL history has done both a touchdown throw and a touchdown run in three consecutive games since starting with the team. And Dobbs is the first one to do that in NFL history. So another weird... I love NFL history stats. Just keep giving them to me. My ears light up. But obviously the Broncos came back into it. Um, Special mention to McMillan with his uh, key interception in the game. Um, And also uh, Lutz, Um, he got uh, four... No, five field goals in that game, one from 53 yards. And um, yeah, the the touchdown that won it by Sutton, um, oh, it's fantastic. I, I reposted on Twitter. It was, it was lovely to see. And, you know, it's one of those last moment kind of victories for the Broncos. Um, and it's the first time they've won four games in a row since 2016. So another nice stat for the Broncos. They're kind of getting back in there, which is great to see. Yeah, that's uh, it's nice. Nice to see people uh, who were mentioning the coach, uh, sacked coach working segment uh, to really pull themselves out of the quagmire. Uh, Sean yeah. Payton, even though he was never on the hot seat, I mentioned that in the pod. Uh, it was just a special mention at that time because it was a bit of a disaster back then. Sometimes but, these little uh, things, you know, knowing that you're on the edge of the hot, hot seat kind of galvanizes you, but either kind of knocks you down and kind of you know, gets you into the quagmire, it knocks your confidence, or you're like, yeah. Well, I think someone with his experience, on like one goal, exactly wrong. It's sad him, uh, but he also, I mean, Sean Payne is one of the better coaches in the NFL, right? And he's a Hall of Fame coach, so um, you always knew, okay, it's going to take time, can turn it around. He just, I think, he just had a bad off season where you were kind of like you stopped rooting for him for a bit because he was a bit. Uh, not very nice with many comments and you kind of wanted to get see him get a bit of comeuppance I think his ego got a bit too big 
so okay. he probably had a bit of a humbling. He kind of went back to basics, uh, worked with the team. He got went quiet in the media, actually, which I think was good for him. Just focus on yeah, your job. Cool. And uh, yeah, so that's good. Uh, quickly, um, wanted to mention the the Steelers versus the Browns. The Browns yeah, won. Has to. Yeah. Uh, Steelers 10, Browns 13. Just to mention that the Browns quietly have won five of the last six even without Deshaun Watson, he wasn't playing that well, but uh, their rookie quarterback. Um, yeah, DTR, Thompson Robinson. Thompson mm. Robinson um, got his first win. And Miles Garrett, I mean, just looks unstoppable, like for defensive player of the year, or he should be in the top couple. And uh, he got another two sacks. But the other person, probably just jumping over to the other defensive player of the year candidate, in my eyes, uh, Mika Parsons for the Cowboys. Okay. Uh, the Cowboys battered the Panthers 33 to 10. Mika Parsons got two and a half sacks. That takes him up to 10 sacks this season. First Cowboys player ever to achieve double digit double digit sacks in his first three seasons. Um and there's and there's another hot seat candidate. Frank Reich is just I don't even know how he's hanging on. Uh, I would have got rid of him like six weeks ago and started afresh. Not not vying for anyone's not uh, gunning for anyone's jobs or anything, as I as I previously no, no, mentioned. No, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, and let me and let me just wrap up my bad coaches segment by saying uh, Ron Rivera, another one I've been mentioning for a few weeks. The Giants battered the Commanders, uh, thirty-one to nineteen. Tommy DeVito, the yeah. um, the rookie quarterback who who earns forty-four k a game, which is a lot for us, but not for a quarterback. Uh, mm. Got three touchdowns. He lives with his mom. His mom does his washing, and uh, there was a segment in the Guardian about it. His mom makes his his dinner and does his washing. He got three touchdowns. Sam Howell had a very bad game on the other side for the Commanders. Um, had three interceptions, but the Giants kind of that was nice for the Giants to get back into winning ways. Yeah, and um, last I mean maybe there's two more games I can quickly mention just to wrap up. Okay, uh, the the Bills whooped the the in totally inept Jets, New York Jets, um, thirty two to six, and Zach Wilson was finally benched, and and the media was describing it as embarrassing. Uh, the the kind of way he played, so he won't be. It's been confirmed he won't be starting the next game. Now he's been dropped down to the third string quarterback, and Aaron Rodgers wow. was trying to come back for. Uh, from this injury to get to the playoffs and take the team in the playoffs doesn't look like they'll they'll get to the playoffs. Uh, almost. Uh, let's see how the few next few weeks pan out, but they'll be oh, mathematically. But they're that. they're really lauded at the beginning of the the season. Obviously, um, quarterback situation aside, but what about the rest of the team? But Surely exactly, and and I think that's the most embarrassing thing, right? Like, so it looks like the head coach Robert Salah is asleep asleep at the wheel because, yes. Just because your quarterback goes down, there's many teams who've lost their quarterback this season and are still competing. Um, yeah, and I mean, look at the Browns; they've had no quarterback play this season, and they're supposed to like the Jets were supposed to be the best defense in the NFL, but the Browns are, are sitting at like seven and three or something with no quarterback play this season, right? So, uh, I think they they knew Zach Wilson couldn't really play, but they put their faith in in him. And I think that cost them right from the beginning because then and then yeah. what you can see is there's a confidence just taken out of the team. But the way they try to play, they try to play like they've still got Aaron Rodgers playing for them. Right. And um, I, I think uh, it's kind of a psychological thing. Then probably the coaching hasn't been up to standard to to get them ready. And then the acquisitions, they should have brought in um, probably like a like Josh Dobbs. Right. Look at how, what Josh Dobbs has done. Right. So they should yes. have brought someone and, and kind of just galvanize that position. And it's, that's a very 
sad way to yeah. for the season to go. And I think the, the coaching bizarre, staff have to answer that. It's a bizarre strategy, isn't it? Because it's almost putting all your hope in a you know quarterback in his forties. You know, you've got to have some kind of backup plan there, and maybe you know they still they had just, a bit of hope. But, they, yeah. They, yeah, they did have a bit of hope, but you know, it's um, I think they just thought that wouldn't. They didn't even think that would happen, and then they thought, oh, he'll learn under Aaron Rodgers for a couple of years, and it's just all yeah, it all went wrong. But when you even knew about that decision, they should have gone out and got someone uh, like, and then. But it also shows some weaknesses in all areas of the organization. So, always seems to happen. Mm. But we only have a couple of minutes or, left. Other... So, I'll just uh, I'll no. to just quickly highlight the Texans and the Cardinals. 21 to the yes. Texans, Cardinals 16. CJ Stroud again. Three interceptions today. But, uh, you know, he did have two touchdowns, 336 yards. And he says, I'm not changing. Like in the <laughs> press conference, he said, Steph Curry doesn't stop shooting. When he misses a basket, I won't be stopping. Like I like that attitude. If you're gonna yeah. play the riskier throws, you're gonna get a few inceptions every now and again. But you have to, you have to live with doing it. it, and he's gonna, yeah, he's got to play on the edge. Yeah, yeah, and you, you obviously you don't want to see those three interceptions every game because uh, then you'll start losing. But if, you, but you have to expect a quarterback who's gonna throw it all over the field and gets this many yards and and moves the ball so quickly. God, that's one of the that's one of the downsides. Occasionally, you'll have these games. So if it's occasionally, mm. you definitely live with that for the the joy and the excitement he's brought to that organization. Yeah. Um, so there was any other games that you want to mention? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, sorry, I was I was reading. I thought you were kind of still going through your motions around the game. So I was just uh, keen to kind of make sure that you had your kind of opportunity to kind oh, of thank you. That's cover everything nice you want to do around no, that I game. Think, um, I think I've done everything now, and we have a couple of minutes left, and we've we've had this is a long pod, so we should wrap it up for the listener. But is there anything you want to mention in the last uh, couple of minutes? Um, well, Seahawks Rams probably. Yeah, it's a close game that 16 17. Uh, the Seahawks were on top for um, the early stages of that game, and um, you know, Stafford looked up against it but turned it around uh, to get the win for the Rams. So that was that was an important win for them after not performing so well um, in the weeks before their uh, their bye week. Um, Dolphins seem to be playing well again, a uh, good win for them against the. The Raiders. Oh, we said actually uh, the Dolphins in the last part. We said they need to step up and win this and show. Okay, we're not going to yeah. let these because uh, they they had a bit of a bad result the week before. Yeah. Anyway, so good to see them win. Uh, but and also, like, lest we forget these. You know, you mentioned the Cowboys with their decisive decisive win against the Cowboy uh, against the Panthers, but also you know the Bucks versus 49ers. The 49ers are back and they're continuing with that with a very convincing win against the. Uh, the Buccaneers with uh, yes. you know, 27 to 14. Brock Purdy with pretty much a perfect a game. Yes, Go I was going to say that. Uh, Brock Go Purdy, on. no, perfect game. That was the start of the, the... He was basically the Guardians MVP of the week. A perfect quarterback rating. First time a San Francisco quarterback got that perfect rating since 1989. Wow. Pretty good. Wow. Since, uh, since two Hall of Famers, Joe Montana and Steve Young got it in 1989. So, yeah, pretty cool. Well done, Brock. Should we leave on yeah. a positive note? Absolutely, because yeah, we've been a bit up and down. Um, but yeah, we got through another pod that we got through. Um, I think this is episode twenty-one. Episode twenty-one of this 21. season. Of this season, we're coming up to our fiftieth yes. episode soon. We should do a little celebration for our fiftieth episode. Um, mm. We'll we'll keep you in the loop, listener. <laughs> <laughs>